Hello, welcome to Swearline, the weekly program that introduces swear words and euphemisms. Tonight, our special guests are Iris and Y and Dr. Swear. Um, my name is Dick, as you well know. I'm your co-host for this evening. And uh, Good what have you evening, been doing Dick. this week? Have you been, uh, you been up to any swearing this week? I've had a few bollocks words going around, I think, that it's... Uh, um, been an interesting week for swearing. So the, the first game tonight we're going to be playing is... Uh, words, words of the day. The first word of the day is cock. Now, Dick, what does the word cock bring to you? Cock. Dick. Penis. Penis. I read in the Urban Dictionary it says a cock is a large animal which inhabits men's pants sometimes hairy, with an eye. I also heard it's the pussy's best friend. Uh, that, that may be true. Um, uh, Fred, I don't know any, any pussies um, myself. Um, <laughs> sad to say. <clears throat> Cock is a noun. That's, uh, it's a thing. It's a, it's a word to be used in a sentence as in, I have a large cock. Um, it comes with an adjective. Usually, could be large or could be small. Um, Would you say I have a small cock? I, I I've often said uh, I have a small, I have a small cock. Um, I like to be truthful. <clears throat> Isn't the word cock also for a bird? No, <laughs> cock cock means penis first and foremost. But there is also cockerels. Yes, th that's that a is a large bird, which you said earlier was not a name of a bird. I was reading earlier that um, that a muff can mean two different things, and one of them is is the area that is associated with a woman's vagina. Um, it can be dainty and tight, or it can be floppy and roast beef coloured. A muff is generally found on a woman or a person who is transgender rather than a male. I don't want to think about transgender. <laughs> rather than describe it, would it, would it be easier just, just to show them a muff? I, I do not get my muff out in public. Go on, just... just no, 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 Dick, please, don't. Just... Good grief! What's that?! I've never seen one like that before. <laughs> There's an acronym that is MUF, which means the Mandatory Unattractive Female Friend. And you can use that in a sentence. She's hot, but her friend is a MUF. So every group of three or more women may have one, a MUF. Oftentimes in a group or two, there were be one hot one and several muffs that are unattractive. Well, that, that's an interesting point because um, another word for muff is growler, which is, which is also a, used, uh, a well-used term for uh, female vagina and also an unattractive woman. Growler. I've never been to refer to as that. Not in public. <laughs> Dick, what is a shirt lifter and how often have you come across them? 
the the shirt lifter is is both the man who has his shirt lifted for the um, posterior inspection and also the man who is the subject of the posterior inspection. But we also wanted to explain that a gay male often will lift his shirt just like a cockerel to show that he is ready for anal intercourse. I have absolutely no idea in that. And so to use it in a sentence, you would say something like, he doesn't want a girlfriend, he's a shirt lifter. How would you put it in a sentence, Dig? I would say, don't turn your back to that young fella. He's a shirt lifter. <laughs> Stand against the wall. That's very good advice. Let's move on to our next word. The next word is shag. shag. So how would you put shag in a sentence in to teach locals about it? Shag is a, <clears throat> is a, is a word that can be used very liberally um, in a number of different ways without being too offensive. I've shampooed the rug. So the shag is really soft. (laughs) I've shampooed the rug, so the shag is really soft. (laughs) Does that explain what shagging is? Generally, shag shag is a... You don't want a a soft shag. No, 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 no. You You want want a a hard shag. You want a good hard shag. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so a shag is... To have sexual intercourse with another person. Yes, absolutely. Can be can be a woman, uh, a man, um, an animal, maybe. Can you shag yourself? I have tried. Uh, not got the length, I'm afraid. Not got the length. I believe that shag is a colloquialism for sex, um, but it was also an old Victorian word for eating grass. Well, eating the grass, of course, is uh, another euphemism for lesbianism. Uh, eating the grass is... Uh, Often used by by lesbeteers um, in the act of, of of shagging. Yes. So let's move on to explanations and put them these words into context for our listeners. So what what are you thinking? You want to conjugate the verb to shag? Well, shall we start with cock? I'd like you to conjugate uh, the word cock in a sentence. My cock. Sorry helping your cock is small my my cock (laughs) my cock is is delicate can i see your cock he has an enormous purple cock cock is a noun uh, i think isn't it (laughs) so you can't, can't conjugate cock um you can do other things to cock, but you can't conjugate it. Okay. So cock should be used as, as a noun. I have a large cock. You have a relatively small cock for, for a woman. <laughs> um, I would like cock. Or is it I would like a cock? That's, that's, that's an excellent, or some excellent cock. question. Okay, let's move on to muff. I have a muff. Do you have a muff? I do not have a muff. Does he like muffs? He may like muffs 
or he may like a muff, or he may like muff. Does he like muff diving? He does like muff diving, very much indeed. Have you recently muff dived? So, would you say a woman is muffable? I wouldn't say a woman is muffable. It, again, muff is a, is a noun to be used as a as as an object, um, as a uh, to apply an adjective to, it, not something to be conjugated. Okay, shirtlifter. I am not a shirtlifter. Not with a muff like that, you know. <laughs> Are you a shirtlifter? I am not a shirtlifter. I am a muff diver. Ah, I see the distinction there. Thank you. He has been approached by shirtlifters. The word shirtlifter is slightly sensitive uh, to be used um, with, uh, with with friends who who are comfortable with uh, alternative sexualities. It's um, generally slightly offensive. Um, and one should take care when using it in unfamiliar company. Thank you. No, I completely agree. I would never refer to any of my friends or somebody I didn't know as a shirtlifter. I think it is a derogatory term and would only be used to explain what the word means. I don't actually like the word. <laughs> so then the next one is uh, to shag. Would you like to put this verb into context? I shag on an infrequent basis. Do you shag every week? The interesting thing about shag is it can be used as a, a noun and also a verb. So I have had a shag. I have had a shag too. I would like to shag. I would like to shag. <laughs> I do. I like shagging. I have shagged a long time ago. You haven't shagged recently? I would like to shag at some point in the future. I will shag in the future. I am completely shagged out. I'm shaggable. Yes. <laughs> Are you shagged out? I, I, I am shagged. You are shagged. Shagged can also mean that you're very tired. And not only from sexual intercourse. Yes, I can be shagged out from going to the supermarket. <laughs> I am shagged out from carrying heavy boxes to my car. That is a proper way of using the term shag. Mm. If we were to conjugate, should yes. we ask these people to leave the room? <laughs> <laughs> I... I shag. You? I shag. He shags. They? Shag. We? Shag. I have shagged. I will shag. They will be shagging. <laughs> he shagged her last night. What a mistake that was. <laughs> he would like a shag. He would like a shag. He thinks he's so going to get shagged, but he's not. Okay, we're now moving on to our next segment, where we'd like our guest, Iris and Y, 
to put two of the four words into an appropriate sentence or sentences. So please use the words that we have learned today. Cock, muff, shirtlifter, or shag in a sentence. So we'll give you a couple of minutes to do that. Would you like a pen? We were talking earlier about the word cock. Now, isn't another slang word for the word cock dick? Dick um, is another word for the name cock. And in terms of offence, I would say they're probably just about even. They're probably generally acceptable in uh, familiar parlance. So you wouldn't use it in, in work. You wouldn't say, uh, boss, I think you're a bit of a cock. You wouldn't say, I think you're a bit of a dick, boss. But you might say to your friends, uh, My Steve, boss is a dick. S- Steve, Steve, you're, you're a dick. My, my boss is a dick. Everyone's a cock. It's all, it's all right, but um, uh, not, not to be used to your mom. You don't say, mom, have a look at my dick, mom. Uh, not, not acceptable in that, in that kind of context. Okay. And what about going to your boss and saying, I cocked up? I cocked up. Um, I, I, I cocked up. This, this brings me back to uh, a conversation I was having with my boss yesterday. As it happens, um, I cocked up. I fucked up. So it's a mistake. You've made a mistake. So is that allowable to use in a work situation? I would say I would say it's it's on the edge. If you're comfortable with your boss, fuck it. Go for it. Okay. So what other words are also for the word cock? Well, let me Dick. take that example, right? So, so cock is another word for penis, right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't say to your boss, boss, I penised up. It doesn't make any sense at all. No. You wouldn't say, I cocked up, I, I, I messed up. You wouldn't, say, you wouldn't even say, I dicked up. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't sound right at all. I cocked up is, is probably a unique expression of the word cock. I, I, I cocked up. But I don't think that necessary that it's considered... That you're talking about your penis when you say "I cocked up." So a slightly a woman can say "I cocked up." It's a slightly different interpretation of the word "cock." Then. Yes, so cock, cock is, is a unique double meaning, meaning yes. "cock" as in penis, and also mistake. So, um, to back to our guests, Iris and Y, have you come up with uh, sentences that use today's words of the day? Well, I think so. So, can I have your sentence, please, Why? Can I put my cock in your muff, please? Now, that, that's a very good sentence. I, I typically wouldn't hear it with the word please on the end. <laughs> the way he usually asks is, that, how much would it cost <laughs> for me to put my cock in your muff? Yes, it, it's normally, it's a very good sentence structure, but it's, it's normally not expressed in words. I mean, I, it's, you know, I say, can I put my cock in your vagina? Can I put my cock in your mouth? It's not normally actually spoken. It's uh, just role-playing that you're actually working through intimacy with the other person. Iris. Hello. Do you have a sentence for us? Yes. There's a guy I would like to shag in the class because I think he has a big, fat cock. So when you say you would like to shag him in the class, um, on one of the desks? That's no. what, exactly what I was thinking. So the word structure, the sentence, it sounds like you want to fuck him in class. Oh, I should have said there's a guy in the class I would like to shag. 
Yes, Excellent. that is Be- because much I think he has a big fat cock. Yes, and why do you think he has a big fat cock? I can see from his pants. Very good. So that that is one <laughs> sentence. Um, so why do you have a second sentence for us? Yes, I was accidentally shagged by a shirtlifter last night. Accidentally. Hmm. <clears throat> Dick, could could you be accidentally? Shanked by a shirtlifter? I, I can only sympathise. Why <laughs> um, these situations sometimes happen? Um, don't worry about it. Iris, I don't like to be moth dived. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> to, to clarify, the, the <coughs> moth diver is also um, a colloquial term for a lesbian. Oh, uh, so not always. Can't we L- say a always, guy? But it can be. It if a, can if, if addressed be. to a woman, a woman can be... If, if a woman is a muff diver, then fairly obviously she's a lesbian. Of course. but Guys can muff dive as well. Men, men... But you wouldn't generally... I've only met men who like muff diving. <laughs> <laughs> I've met some shirt lifters as well. Ah. <laughs> generally, uh, you wouldn't refer to a, a guy as a muff diver. Oh, but I will, he's the one that is but muff diving. He does the muff diving, but he's not a muff diver. You see, he's doing he, the diving. He, he, he is a muff diver. The woman isn't a muff diver. The woman is not a muff diver. The man is the muff diver. Mm. My, my point is, <laughs> you wouldn't refer to a man as a muff diver because the majority That's of men <laughs> will, be, will be a muff divers. <laughs> I'd like to think that most men in this world will be muff divers. But... A woman as a muff diver is. is I would a be a lesbian, obviously. Would be a lesbian, yes, obviously. I understand your meaning. And, and may be referred to as a muff diver. I know, but Iris's actual question. Can you repeat the question for the viewers, the listeners? The please? question. Yes. Which question? The, <laughs> my well, the sentence. Se- your sentence. Sorry. I don't. Maybe I should. I should. Yes. Clarify. It, yes, please clarify. I don't like to be muff dived, either by men or lesbians. So that implies you. You, you don't been. enjoy it. <laughs> no. that, that that's what it explains. She does not being the like being the participant of a muff dive. I've, I've, I've written it down. I'm not going to forget. <laughs> <laughs> She's out of your black book, is she? <laughs> All right. Thank you. Excellent sentences there. I think we learned something. And now we would like to go on to Auntie Dorothy has the answer. Hello, lovies. Auntie Dorothy here. Sorting out your problems, whatever they might be. Now, I've had a letter from a young man who wouldn't give me his name because he's too shy. So I'll call him Dick. Dick writes, Dear Dorothy... I'm having some problems with my friend Alistair. I like Alistair because he and I have been great friends since we were in primary school. But I'm a bit worried about him because he keeps looking at me as if he wants to kiss me. Last week, he grabbed my cock and told me he wanted to play with it. I was quite shocked. Whatever would my girlfriend say if she knew? Alistair also asked me if I was a shirt lifter. But I have no idea what he meant, 
So I just smiled and said, yes. Did I do the right thing, Dorothy? Please help me. Oh, Dick, lovey, you poor boy. It does sound like you've got a bit of a problem with young Alistair, doesn't it? I think you have to accept that Alistair is what we call a homosexualist. He's the one who's the shirt lifter, lovey, not you. He's what we might call a vagina decliner or an arse bandit. If I were you, I'd tell him to leave you alone and go and find a bit of cock elsewhere. Tell him to go and mix with other shirtlifters and leave you to give your girlfriend a good seeing to, not him. I hope that helps you, Dick. Good luck, lovey. Oh, and do let me know how you get on, lovey. And now it's time for Swear Bingo. Right, welcome to the game of Swear Bingo. We have two lovely guests with us today. We've got Y with us. Hello, Y. Hello, Dick. And hello, Iris. Hello. I have with me the lovely Missy, who will be taking the team's uh, scores today. Thanks, Dick. Now, you know how to play the game. believe so. Yep. (laughs) Bingo. Right, so I will uh, tell you a little story, and uh, in this story, there's a number of naughty words that you will be uh, you, will, you will be challenged to identify. These are not normal words; these are words that you may or may not appreciate as swear words, as words that reflect uh, uh, colloquialisms for the vagina, the penis, or something else like that. Your challenge is to identify those words. So. I will read the script. You buzz in whenever you find a naughty word. You shout, muff or cock. Shout. We have to shout. You have to shout the word muff or cock. The first person that says muff or cock gets the point. Oh. Thank you, Missy. Shall we just have a little quick practice round? Let's say dick. Dick. Cock. Correct. Vagina. Muff. Excellent. Right, we've got the hang of it. Okay, Missy, you ready with your pen? I'm ready, willing and able. Let's go. Today's story, the famous three, the quest for the pink oboe. Once upon a time, there was a young man called Percy. Iris. Cock. Cock. It is indeed a cock. Percy, an excellent name for a cock, a very English term. Uh, Not one that I've come across in my time, but uh, I didn't come across many cocks. His best friend was called John Thomas. Iris. Cock. Cock it is. John Thomas, a very, I think it's Welsh, is it? Is it named for a Welsh cock? Why not? John Thomas had a girlfriend called Fanny. Iris. Muff. Muff it is. Fanny, very, uh, very common name for... For, uh, for for muff there, not not to be. It's a very common name for females in Hong Kong. Yes, I've worked for, with a lot of fannies <laughs> um, here, and having to explain to them what the word fanny to me means. Vagina <laughs> has been. Quite 
quite upsetting for them. Fanny, uh, not to be confused with American fanny, which is a uh, term for the, the for the ass, not not <laughs> not the not the the, the fanny, <laughs> the, uh, vagina. And uh, in in uh, in Vietnam, uh, one of my favourite ice cream shops, Fanny Ice Cream, tastes a little bit fishy. Back to Percy, John Thomas, and Fanny. The three of them played very happily together and would often snatch an afternoon in the park. One day, the happy three decided to go in search of bearded clams. Why? Muff. Muff it is, bearded clams. I think we missed one there. We did miss one. In fact, we've missed two. Oh, I heard one. Snatch. Snatch? Snatch. What's a snatch? Muff. It's a muff. It's a muff. (laughs) Sorry, you don't get that point, Iris, but thank you. No, Missy, I think, I think you, get, you get a point for that. Oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. John Thomas was feeling rather affectionate. How's my little rosebud today? Asked Fanny. Muff. Muff, it is muff. Let's uh, At this point, what's the scores, Missy? The scores so far, why? Two points. Hey. Iris, five points. Yay! Five points, Missy. One point. <laughs> Bit of catching up to do, why? <clears throat> I thought you had a dirty mind, but obviously not. Okay, grunted John Thomas. <laughs> She's forever insulting my manhood, he thought. But this, Why? Cock. Cock. Nice. But John Thomas decided not to say anything to Fanny, as he didn't want to spoil the day. Come on, said Percy. Let's go down to the Cavernous Gash Cafe first. And let's have some muffins, shall we? And let's see if we can... Sp- Iris! Muff? What was, what was the word? Muffin. Muffins. <laughs> um, you missed the cavernous gash, uh, which is the name for, a, uh, I believe, a wizard's sleeve or a, a loose vagina. Come on, said Percy. Let's see if we can spot a beaver on the way that... A beaver. Iris! Muff! Muff! Which word? Beaver. Hurrah, said John Thomas. Let me find my purple helmet, just in case we get hit by rocks. Iris. Cop. For what word? Purple helmet. Correct. (laughs) Why purple? Any ideas? (laughs) I know helmet, but why purple? Holding it too tight, I think. (laughs) (laughs) You're so cautious, said Percy. Anyone would think you're a girl. I'm all man, said John Thomas indignantly. Now, said Fanny, I just need to prick the sausages before... Why? Cock. Cock on which word? Prick. Prick. Excellent word. Also can be used as a term of offence. So, why? Good point there. I just need to prick the sausages before we go. Otherwise, they won't be ready for tea. I'm ready, said John Thomas. Oh, Percy, said Fanny, hurry up or we'll be late. And I don't want you bringing your one-eyed monster with you. (laughs) It frightens me. I need a bow. (laughs) Iris. Cock. Cock it is. What is the word? One-eyed monster. Any idea why it's called a one-eyed monster? (laughs) That's fine. Let's move on. Oh, said Percy. Percy was... Rather upset by this, but he decided to do what Fanny asked as he wanted to be a good member of the group. It's okay, Fanny. 
Missy? Member. Cock. It is indeed. Cock. Oh. It's okay, Fanny, said Percy. I won't bring it. But please don't bring your pussy either, as it makes me allergic. Why? Muff. Muff. Which word? Pussy. Pussy. Just say it once again. Pussy. Pussy. Pussy galore. So off they went. <laughs> Tune in next week for the next episode of Fanny and the Pink Oboe. And so the final scores are five to Y, hey. nine to Iris. Iris, Yay! congratulations. You certainly know your muff <laughs> from your cock. <laughs> Next game is the Olympics. We have our two guests with us, Iris. Hello, Iris. Hi. And why? Hello again. Your challenge this time is to play a little riddle, a little tongue twister, that's going to be read for us by two of our friends, our friend Daniel and Fiona. Fiona and Daniel are going to read a little tongue twister. Your challenge is to replicate. Good luck. Here's our, here's our Daniel and Fiona with the tongue twister. I'm not the fig plucker, nor the fig plucker's son, but I'll pluck figs till the fig plucker comes. I'm not the fig plucker, nor the fig plucker's son, but I'll pluck figs till the fig plucker comes. Fiona. Fiona. So many great <laughs> memories, Fiona. <laughs> okay, why? Do you want to go first? <clears throat> no, I'll have a go. Right. I'm not the fake plucker, nor the fake plucker's son, but I'll pluck fakes till the fake plucker comes. Iris, your turn. I'm not the fake plucker, nor the fake plucker's son, but I'll pluck fakes until the pig. (laughs) (laughs) Yes? Should I start again? Just finish it off. Till the fig plucker comes. Why, I think that was a little bit slow, don't you? (laughs) All right, all right, I'll speed it up. A lot quicker. Okay, fine. Ready? I'm not the fig plucker, nor the fig plucker's son, but I'll pluck figs till the fig pluckers come. (laughs) Much better. (laughs) I'm not the fig plucker, nor the fig plucker's son, but I'll pluck figs till the fig plucker comes. Beautiful. Missy, your turn. You've caught me off guard, Dick. Okay. I'm not the fig plucker, nor the fig plucker's son, but I'll pluck figs till the fig plucker comes. I think as a native speaker, you should be saying that significantly faster. Ah, I'm not the fig plucker, nor the fig plucker's son. I'll pluck figs till the fig plucker comes. Not bad. Now, Dick, your turn. I'm not the fucking pig plucker. (laughs) (laughs) English, not my first language. I speak the language of love. So, what do you think? Who's our better fig plucker? Missy, do you think it's Iris or why? I think this one has to go to why. I think that uh, Iris did trip up on the last (laughs) sentence.
Okay, enough of the Oral Olympics. Let's go to hear from Auntie Dorothy again, and she has the answer. Hello, loveys. Auntie Dorothy here again. I'm always here for you, loveys. Twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. Now, I've had a letter from a lady called Priscilla. She writes, "Dear Dorothy, I think there's something strange about my friend Carrie. She never wants to go shopping with me and never wears makeup. All she wants to do is play around with car engines and motorbikes all day, and her hair is awful." So short and manly. What should I do, Dorothy? I'm very worried about her. Oh, Priscilla, you poor lovey! I think your friend Carrie is a lesbianist. She's what we might call a lady that likes to wear comfortable shoes. Yes, that's right. A rug muncher. Or a gusset nuzzler. Now I have no idea what these girls get up to without a man around. Do you? Maybe they play games or buy. The <coughs> I don't want to think about it. If I were you, lovey, then I'd stay well clear of her, and. You wouldn't want to get engine oil on your frock now, would you, lovey? I hope that helps you, lovey. Good luck, lovey. Oh, and do let me know how you get on, lovey. Thank you, Dorothy. She has the answers. And now on to our next segment. Would you like to introduce it, Dick? Okay. And now it's on to uh, Doctor Swear. Um, Doctor Swear is with us in the studio and uh, ready to to answer the questions. I believe we have a caller on the line. Uh, we got a caller on the line. What's your name, please? Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Uh, what's What's your name, there, please? My name is Julian. Hi, Julian. Nice to meet you. No, Gillian is Gillian. The fruit. Have you got a cock or a muff, Gillian? <laughs> <laughs> is that you a no. Julian or a Gillian? Gillian. A Gillian? I think you need to choose another name. <laughs> What's Steve? Oh, actually, Percy. I to ask, oh, actually, I want to ask. Um, how should I use the word uh, shit when I'm in the voice? In the uh, boss? In the office. In the office. How? Yeah. So, Doctor Swear, how should a gentleman caller <laughs> stop snorting, gentleman caller? Uh, use the word shit in the office. Well. The word "shit" is not; it really should not be used in the office because it is rather not nice. Do you have any other further <laughs> shit questions, <laughs> caller? No. 
Shit is one of the most popular swear words, curse words, profanities that are used. And um, it can come up that the shit hits the fan. Have you heard that expression before, Dr. Swear? Oh, Dr. Swear has definitely heard it. So can you say that in an office environment? The shit hits the fan. Or the shit hit the fan. Probably when you're with trusted colleagues, yes, because that really does happen all the time in an office, doesn't it? Yes, that's what I was thinking. Dick, have you heard the word shit in an office environment? Absolutely. Uh, I uh, I heard it uh, only today, actually, when I left the cubicle and the toilet attendant said, that is the largest shit I have ever seen in my life. So that's also typically known as the groaner. A shit so huge it cannot exit without vocal assistance. <laughs> Can you use the expression the Olympic shit? Now, I'm quite lost as to what that means. I believe this is a shit that occurs about an hour before a presentation. So it, it starts with any competitive uh, event that you are about to uh, be in and that you, you may have to perform in front of other people. And so you can have what is termed as the Olympic shit because you are gearing up for this presentation. You can get shit-faced, be shit out of luck, have shit for brains. Can you tell your boss they have shit for brains? Well, I think there's probably something that most people want to tell their boss, but I think it's a very bad idea. What about if one of your colleagues says, I want you to eat shit? Don't you think that's quite an unlikely scenario? <laughs> oh, no, I, I have definitely heard this, this, this expression. Well, in that case, maybe you would like to elaborate on the circumstances <laughs> on which you heard that. Um, I told them that their work sucked, so therefore they told me to eat shit. <laughs> well, that's really tit for that, tit for tat, isn't it? Yes. Rumpy Pumpy, Rumpy Pumpy, Rumpy Pumpy, Rumpy Pumpy, Rumpy Pumpy. Adrian and Daphne were sitting at home, wondering what to do for the day. Let's go shopping, said Daphne. There's a new shop open in town with a new great line in dresses. Will you buy me one, darling? Of course, said Adrian. Just let me point Percy at the porcelain first and then we can go. Mm, Just hearing the word Percy makes me go all excited and moist. Said Daphne. Is there no limit to your sex drive? Asked Adrian. Not with you, my dear husband. You make me insatiable. Fancy a shag, Daph? Asked Adrian. But we've only just had one half an hour ago. Said Daphne. So what? Said Adrian. You're always up for it. Oh, you're making me all moist. All right, come on then. Responded Daphne. Give me your cock and take my muff to heaven. Ugh, said Adrian. Ugh, said Daphne. Ugh, said Adrian. 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 Said Daphne. Said Daphne. That's the end of Swearline for this week. See you next time. Bye-bye.